Welcome to another beautiful episode of Seven Roses, where I bring you understanding, spirituality, intellect, diversity, inclusion, liberation, and uncensored conversations. I'm in rock. Y'all ready? Welcome back to a beautiful episode of Seven Roses. On on today episode, we got the girls today. Um, I'm just gonna go through the room. We're gonna start this way, and then we're gonna go around this way. Cause y'all know who I am. Y'all know who I am. The creator. The creator. Hi, Shani. Hi, sister. How are you? I'm fine. Wonderful. Oh, I got to sit up. Okay, I got you, yeah. My fault. There you go. <laughs> Speaking to the mic. Speaking to the mic. Caroline. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, where do I start? Am I just introducing myself? Yeah, introducing yourself. Oh, okay, then. Okay. Um, I'm Shannon. Um, now I am, uh, what is it? Mr. Mrs. Right now. So, yeah. We had Mary yesterday. Yay. Was in there. Um, I am a licensed professional counselor. Uh, I am an author. I am a um, motivational speaker. All of the things. Spread all of all of all of those things. But those are official titles. So yeah. Uh, (laughs) And then next to me, I have my beautiful, hot gay, say my wife. (laughs) My wife. I mean, I had nothing to say. Um, yeah. (laughs) She she said it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on the end, we have my beautiful sister-in-law. Hey y'all. y'all. I'm Kalasia, almost a Corbin. Period. Hey. Period. And I feel like today's because the, the guys are outside and they wouldn't just they be doing too much so I was like why not we just have like a little girl talk because we're all in relationships and I feel like we can learn from each other I know just in the meantime between times since Lady been coming over here on weekends I think she's been learning a lot more into her relationship about her partner because of course he's my brother and I've been learning a lot because I see now that the shoe was on the other foot, so I can. <laughs> you know how you not you don't want to see like the Lamira, yeah, yeah, the Lamira. But I see now, so it's just like I'm trying to navigate in different ways on how to be better with my partner and learn my triggers. So I mean, I'm just saying, like the the question for me is like, how do you guys maintain a healthy relationship? Okay, I go first. Um, well, we have me and Gabe have been together for three years now, it made three years in October, okay. And of course, like I said, we just got married yesterday, so um, this it was our situation, of course, everybody's situation is different, but our situation is different because we didn't live together for the first two and a half years, damn, so yeah. Um, I lived in um, Albany, and he lived in Warner Robins. So um, we only seen each other weekends, every other weekend maybe, or something like that, or because we both worked. 
and you know, and I got kids at home, so it was just you know, but we made it work. So wow. when I went to go see him, it was, hey baby, how are you? It was you? really cute. Yeah, y'all missed each other. Honeymoon phase for a whole two years and a half. Two oh, years. Oh, so I know that was that was fun. So my question mm-hmm. is, how did y'all maintain it when it got to the living together? Like, how was that? That's interesting because <laughs> we just moved in together this past June. Oh, so y'all still yes. fresh. So we are still fresh in the game. Um, Girl. I will tell you from that, from that, from the moment we moved in, it has been Crazy. a challenge. Yeah, because y'all, you probably been living, a, you probably been living your way, he lived his way, and y'all got to exactly. find a way to meet in the middle. Blending Girl. our families together. We have six kids together. Um, So, yeah, we have, I have three and he had three, so now we have six together. So, blending our families is very different because we both parent different mm-hmm. and our views are different, which is fine. You know, yeah. doesn't mean we can't coexist, but it's just, it has made it a lot, a lot more difficult. And learn how to like balance it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Being in each other's space is different. Yeah. And it's very different. Like I have, I have counseled other couples and stuff or whatever, and I have given them great advice on how to you know, blend families and all that great stuff. But see, my <laughs> thing is, is like, I know y'all blend it, but I think moving in, because we've been living together since September. Okay. So, for me, it's like, I've been single for like eight years. That's a long time. That's a long time to not have to deal with somebody else. Ooh. Shit. Who you telling? Um, on the floor, on the counter, <laughs> leave it there, leave that cup there. Why you leave Why it? Why you leave it? Right. So, it's just like, for me, it's just like, I think... I don't know how you doing it, uh, but friend, and then you said kids too, but I feel like kids, that's a, kids is a dead giveaway of like living with a man. No, it's still different. It's still different. Ooh. It's still different. But see, like, look, that's one thing I, I do like, okay, this is one thing about Perks being, um, a lesbian, is, um, she got German folks about different things. <laughs> You know, so she got her own OCD problem about oh. in the house, and I got mine. Okay. So it's in a way kind of like me in the middle, like she don't like germs. Okay. So like that bathroom, she gonna cover up, cover up, bleach, bleach, <laughs> and like seeing different stuff and like yeah. keeping yeah, stuff um, organized in the house. I can do that. Yeah. So like I don't know, cause lay you, you and Eric been together for how long? Like living together? Um, since February. Oh, how was that? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so when we first started living together, it was very challenging. Because it's like, even though we've been together for five years, almost six. Oh. Um, yeah. So we like basically know like how we how each other live, but we never actually actually lived mm-hmm. with each other. So it's like, I know how bad his OCD is and he know how, you know, some of my OCD can be, but it's like, he is just really bad. Mm-hmm. I think that came from my dad, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that think that, I think that came from my dad because even Nene, she, she don't be understanding. It's just some shit I can't deal with and not see. I think, yeah. but I think for me, I'm a like routine person, right? If mm-hmm. I know Sundays is my clean up day, wash clothes, blah, blah, blah. she's like, she wants to do it all like throughout the day, everything. Yeah. So it's like it could, if you're not used to that, it's kind of like all right, like it's throwing me. If I'm a routine person and she's it's more so, like it, it don't matter what time of day, 
it don't matter. She doing it. And it's like, if but I'm not in a sp- if I'm not in a space to like, this is my day to clean and do this, do that. She yeah. is one of those people where she feel like you got to join in with her or, yeah. because she, she feels like it. So we used to bump heads, but I feel like now it's like, all right, look, Wednesday, we could do this Sunday. We could do this, but the daily little stuff, we could do that throughout the week. But I had to tell her like, I don't, that's not, I'm a routine person. That's how I grew up. My mama wakes up on Sunday. Think, you need to do this when you, you need to make your bed up before you leave the school. It was just like this, this, this. But her, oh no, she, any little thing, she just gets to going. I'm like, all right, I guess I got to get up with you. So we yeah. used to bump heads a lot about that. so day. like with, with the chores that we do, it's like we made it to where he does, he do certain chores and I do certain chores. Like I don't like to clean the bathroom. So he cleans the bathroom. I do the dishes. I clean the kitchen. So that's just oh. that's how we basically made it work. Uh, I'm waiting for you, cause <laughs> cause uh, we don't do none of that. Um, Gabe don't clean up nothing, and it's not on him. It is the um I have I've been a single parent for 17 years, so I have done everything, and I'm very lax. Like my house is clean, but it's not as spotless as you know most people would. You know, be like, hey, clean up. So it'd be. Can I have this? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, girl. It be shit everywhere, okay? <laughs> Living room be a mess, like, rooms and stuff or whatever. I do get up on certain days. It's usually the weekend, yeah. either Saturday or Sunday. And I'll get up. Hey, y'all get up. It's time to clean up your rooms or whatever. Um, And we would get up and clean the rooms and stuff like that. <laughs> clean the, um, get the bathrooms and stuff cleaned or whatever. But through the week, I work. I work, like, mm-hmm. I have, like, three jobs. Three or four jobs. God damn. Yeah. I'm a professor. I run my own private practice. I work at a... I'm doing a contract job. Girl, now. you ain't got time to clean shit. Exactly. You ain't got time. Oh, that was me. Life is different. Yeah. And yeah. there's something that... She, how she said that with me, it's going to be like, all right, that's you, all right, big dog, but... No, I said it. that used to be me. Yeah. I've, I've, I've pulled but, back but, a lot. When we was together, and she was sitting, we was in my apartment... Mm-hmm. She used to be tired as hell. She can't really mm-hmm. do too much or nothing. So it's just like, all right, cool. But then, like, when I would be complaining, I'd be overwhelmed because now I'm not just washing my clothes and cleaning better myself. Right. I'm washing your clothes. I'm cleaning your dishes. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, it's, it's a lot more. So, of course, I'm new to it, not mm-hmm. true to it. So, would you like, beat dog, fuck with me? And I had a lot of, like, animosity towards her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause it's just like you in here, you don't help. And she's like, "What you mean? Like, I, I, it's like I'm, I'm barely not here. I'm not even. You that's, here. I think that's yeah. what threw me. It's like, girl, I'm barely here. I guess she feel like I'm paying for everything she's doing while I'm not there. And I'm mm-hmm. like, look, I understand it, but girl, I'm here for two hours. And then what? What would get me is if I don't finish a cup right in there and I put it down. If you, if I put that down and come back to that. Baby, that cup gone. Is in the dishes. Is it in the sink? She done cleaned it. And I used to tell her, like, Lex, you cannot do that. She's like, I just don't want to see it. So she has that OCD of not wanting to see stuff. But I'm like, Lex, I'm clean just like you. But my whole thing is if I'm still drinking a drink, please don't move my stuff. So I always got to tell her, look, I'm putting this down. I'll be right back because she likes to move stuff. Sometimes she can't even remember where she puts stuff because she just always touches stuff. So we- Yeah, and I could vouch because that's how Eric is. Oh, and it's like I have something just you know sitting right next to me. We and grew up with a up, military father and it's in our there. defense. <laughs> and I'm like, you you can't keep touching the stuff that I'm using until you know I'm finished with mm-hmm. it. So it's like, I mean, hmm. 
So my question is this. When when it comes to stuff like that, how do you give your person positive reinforcement? Mm. Oh, everybody quiet. Communication is everything. Like Mm -hmm. if you, well, and the thing about communication you have to remember is people will hear you, but doesn't, doesn't always mean they understand you. Right. Like everything is a, is a is on a comprehension level. Like if you are, okay, I get what you're saying, but you have to, when you have, when you communicate, you Mm -hmm. really have to hear your person. I struggle with it because I'm a therapist and my job is to listen to people, but I'm my mind is always running about what I need to say next right. or how I need to give it's them fine. what they you know need and stuff. So, yeah. But listening to Ooh. being with Gabe has taught me how to, is teaching me how to be patient and how to, <laughs> it's funny because how to, how to communicate better because he said I'm always questioning him. I'm mm. always, I will answer him with a question. That has been one of our arguments for the past, since we moved in together because we around each other all the time now. But that has been the thing because I will answer him with a question like, what do you mean by that? But that's my nature when it comes to being a therapist. I've been doing therapy for 14 years. It just comes to me and I'm like, well, because I want to understand. Like, why are you asking me that type thing? Mm-hmm. But it dealing with him, it makes it offensive to him because then he gets he gets defensive because it becomes a... He calls it a questionnaire. Like, why you just can't answer my question? Right. Why you just can't say yes or no? <laughs> and I'm thinking, and I have, I have, I have to put some thought into it now, and I have to really think about it before I communicate with him. They're like, okay, don't ask a question, and it's not, it's not nothing on him, but it's just me learning how to communicate in a different way when right. it comes to my partner. So learning each other is hard. So it's basically like learning your partner's triggers. Yeah, like trying to figure out what makes them tick. I still don't know. And that's okay. Like, it's years. I she know got, people have been got, together for years. I love my baby, know. but she got thin patience. She I, have, I feel like I have thin patience, but I really don't. I think I suppress a lot, if that makes sense. Like, you know how you may play how, play off how something made you feel, or you mm-hmm. irritated, but you're trying to keep calm for your person? It builds up. So when I do get aggravated, it's because I've taken so much. much. And that's what I tell her all the time. This is not just, oh, I'm just choosing to be aggravated. No, like, I'm going to let everything build up. So that's what we we tell each other a lot. Like, look, if we are in a space where we don't want to talk, we're not feeling good, or it's too much, we rather know now than, like, pretending or just suppressing it just because we don't want each other to feel no way, you know? Yeah, I can do chickens. That's what, and that's what What's we try to. Yeah, <laughs> check in like just, just a like day to day, a weekly checkly, mm-hmm. not a daily because it's a lot of stuff through the week. You're busy, you got life mm-hmm. going on. You can't always stop and just talk about the the really tough stuff. Right, you can't be like, okay, this is bothering me or whatever. They may have long day or this might be going on. Dot dot dot. But if you you need to designate a time. At the end of the week, I tell people Sundays because that's usually a rest day for people, whatever. But designate a time between one to two hours where you have your partner's undivided attention. Mm-hmm. No phones, no nothing, or whatever. It's like, what mm-hmm. happened during the week? And what happened during the week so we can talk about it. During the week, write down the things that have bothered you. Mm. So you don't... Let me take that note. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. Write down the things that have bothered you throughout what? the week. So what do you do when you're it. when you're one of those people where you always you check in but they don't say much, mm-hmm. but they actually have so much, so to, much say. to say. That is the hard. That's the hardest part. I feel well, like y'all with, us. with the same person. You need to <laughs> being able to 
being able to give them that space to feel comfortable mm-hmm. because you hold people will hold things in because they don't want to offend the partner. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be with somebody, you don't need to be able to hold that hold that whatever you want whatever you want to say or whatever you need to feel or express mm-hmm. or whatever having that ability to do that and having that space to do that you need to be able to do that right they I say, feel safe in that exactly. space exactly right, like, so, so like i get what you're saying so like how do you allow that person to you know feel comfortable to be able to you know Feel safe. Yeah, feel telling, safe. Telling telling them telling them is one thing, but being a, trying to figure out how they feel safe because mm-hmm. a lot of times it's trust issues. A lot of times it's like I can't. They're they're waiting on the they're waiting on the defense. Yeah, waiting on yeah. the. So, yeah, I'm not even, I'm not even gonna <laughs> lie though. Some, sometimes um, even the way like if, sometimes it's like a test trial. You say something to mm-hmm. see how your partner will react either to their body language, facial expressions. So depending on how, like, first thing you say, how they respond, that'll shut you down. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna lie, cause sometimes she would tell me like, I make her feel like I'm judging her when she's being open. So I'm like, I don't even. I, I used to act. I'm very dramatic. So sometimes my facial expression, I can't, I can't pretend. So I, you're gonna get the real. So I had to learn like, all right, your facial expression. But we do the same. We do the same exact thing to each other. So it's like once you make that face, so their body language is telling me something. It's gonna make me not even continue to open up. Knowing that, being comfortable and secure that your partner is not trying to attack you. Okay, mm-hmm. this is not a competition. This mm-hmm. is not a being in a relationship is not a tit for tat thing. Right. If your partner continues to feel like they're judging you or feeling like, okay, well, why you say that? Or, you know, feeling mm-hmm. like you're going against them or whatever, mm-hmm. they obviously still don't feel safe. Right. And that just means that the, the, the space has been, you're t- maybe trying to create that space, but they have to be comfortable enough to open up right. and not feel that getting rid of that that stems from it could be childhood trauma it could be things that they haven't let go of or things they just kind of they still dealing with or whatever but Mm -hmm. you have to reminding them like look i'm not trying to attack you i'm not judging you and it has it may have to be a constant reminder or whatever but it's just the consistency of letting them know that this is not a competition i'm here for you I'm with you, mm-hmm. so you don't have to feel like that I'm doing that to you. And if, if they express that, and that's also on you feeling like I don't have to, um, not feeling like you have to just, not feeling like you have to continue to be like, I'm I'm not trying to hurt you in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be defensive towards you or anything. I'm just trying to let you know that I'm not trying to, I just want to understand you type mm-hmm. of thing. So, and that's, it's tough. I mean, and it could take years to do that. It take yeah. years to build that trust. But if they're dealing with unresolved issues, that just makes it even harder. Because sometimes the more you keep trying to make them feel, com- make them feel like, you like make them feel comfortable, it's like, to be honest, it makes it worse. I, but, I've learned sometimes you really just got to let them come to you when they're ready because mm, if you keep on trying yeah. to push it, it's just really pushing them far away. To be honest, we didn't have like that talk we needed till we were in Jamaica last weekend for my birthday. Like we just really just had like a long good talk we cried it was just I, to be honest it was needed but it was just like i just let her talk and she just let me talk and we say what we need to say because usually we always talk over each <laughs> talk over each other or it's like we hear one little detail that we don't like mm-hmm. in the in the conversation and we just veer off somewhere else so that i felt like that was the first time she actually came to me and actually expressed you wanna know why that is an issue mm-hmm. because we feel like we can fix people and we feel like it's our responsibility to help them open up. 
Yeah. Another person is not your responsibility. Married or not, together or not, whatever. The other person is not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to be able to support them, be there when they need you. It is not your responsibility to fix them. Because if you try to fix them, then you go down this rabbit hole of, oh my God, baby, what you need? Yeah. Especially if they're reserved and they have stuff they're dealing with and not ready to open up with. Mm-hmm. You can't make them do that. Gotcha. So you got to wait till they come. Like you said, like wait till they come to you and be like, okay, I'm ready to talk now. Yeah. Now I'm all ears. People, but some people take offense to that because they're like, well, why are you not opening up to me? Yeah, why you feel, it feels personal. Yeah, so, exactly. But that's like you being insecure. If you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, don't take offense to what they're what they're expressing and stuff because mm-hmm. people, everybody's different. Everybody's journey has been different. Mm-hmm. So you can't be like, I know, I know, I'm I'm opening up to you, so you should be able to open up to me. Yeah, it don't work like that. And not I at say all. For like in our defense, I say I'm gonna speak for me and my brother. Okay. Um, I can't really speak for my brother too much, but I am going to speak a little bit because it's our family dynamic. It's also how we were raised. Mm-hmm. You got to think about we came from even from our grandparents. It was a lot that we can have and feel how we feel, but we never could voice it. Mm-hmm. So that's something that you don't we don't you don't understand that affects you until you actually get with a partner mm-hmm. because it's like when it's time. When times when you were a child and you were growing up or you were, you know, feeling some type of way, you had anger, you had emotional and you try to go talk to your parents and it's a quick shutdown. Mm-hmm. It's like, OK, well, now that I'm with my partner, I can't sit here and talk to her and tell her how I feel, because I feel like if I tell her how I feel and she doesn't like it, the consequence consequence may be like. Uh, I'm getting yelled at or I'm getting abused. Like verbal abuse is worse than sometimes physical abuse. Mm -hmm. So when you go through verbal abuse or it's like, um, you feel as your, your, your feelings and how the fuck you feel isn't, is unvalid, like isn't valid or somebody try to make you feel like how you feel isn't how you feel. That gives you this sense of like, you're sheltered and not sheltered in a way of like, I can just, I'm going to just deal with all my shit on my own. So when you're with a person who's like, baby, what's wrong with what you need this here? It's like, I right, just give me a minute because it's just like, I got to figure out in my own fucking head what the fuck I'm dealing with mm-hmm. or how the fuck I'm feel before I can sit here and tell you how the fuck I feel. And if I tell you what's really coming up now, it's not going to be pretty. Right. And it's just like, when you when you're trying to unlearn habits that you have dealt with and seen mm-hmm. your entire life, that is a that's hard to break. Yeah. That is hard to break because we all wasn't raised the same way. Right. You know what I'm saying? So in, in your in your home or your family, your parents, they probably listen to you. I can say like now, like Anitra knows now, like my mom, she tried when her and my dad split my mom used to have rap sessions with her girls, which was like, she would all sit us down, how you said, how sit us down at a table, dinner time table, and we would talk about our feelings. I think she experienced it one time with us, and she was like, oh, I ain't never seen no shit like that. She gave us the opportunity to literally sit here and tell, well, you hurt me, this made me feel this way, I did this, you did this, this, I didn't like this, and that's it, that's done daughter. So, with them, with them Corbins, that is not how it works because it's like no offense to my family, but they can't even in their childhood they wasn't brought up like that. Mm-hmm. 
So at, at the end of the day, a child is a child. You can't like, you know how I be like, if you're a little one, don't talk back, shut up, that mm-hmm. shit. You don't see how that can trigger into, well, not even trigger because I'm going to take that back because triggers are different. That can lead into a different pattern into your adulthood that you don't, that's a communication skill that you just do, don't, don't have. Mm-hmm. So that's for one, I can tell you that that's probably the meat and potatoes of the relationship. <laughs> yeah. I think I was, my problem is like, I've, I used to base mine off of what I brought, what I did. Like I valued off like, well, I do this for you. And that's not, that doesn't always carry weight in relationships sometimes. Like just because a person is coming to you about something they don't like, that doesn't mean that you're not, you're not giving anything to the relationship. It's just in this moment, this is something that's making them feel like they're not getting what they need to. Cause like growing up, mine was like, look, I make sure you had this. I make sure you do this. So what are you complaining about? So mm-hmm. it's carried with me and my, my relationships. I feel like I keep count of everything I do. So it's like, when you do come to me, it's like, why are you coming to me? Every little thing you ask for, I do da da da. So it's like, I feel like you shouldn't be coming to me about anything, but that's not fair. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to unlearn those things because I base that off of how like I was raised. So if I'm doing everything that I, in my power to make sure you good, why are you complaining? Mm-hmm. But I can't, tell you how to feel because that is your feelings that's your emotion you know what i mean even if i don't agree with it it's something that me and her had to learn y'all i used to have to tell her this that material shit that stuff that you do for me that ain't what i want that ain't what makes me happy that ain't what makes me that that, 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 you can't base it on my relationship i want how you treat me Mm -hmm. to be how what makes me happy you can buy Shit, do you know how many bitches getting black eyes for, <laughs> for tennis bracelets and shit for $40 to get some gas in the car? Let's 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 really keep it G. Like, it's some some people stealing their relationship now because oh, I can't raise these kids on my own. Mm-hmm. He guys he has the bread. So of course I'm gonna let him cheat, treat me any kind of way, talk to me crazy. Uh-uh. She used to say, like, I used to treat people disposable. It wasn't I feel like to me it wasn't that I treated people just like just away with them it's like i'm giving you too much of a chance and you still treat me the same way so it's like i'm finna bunk out because i'm i'm respectful i respect you i did like i talk to you normal like uh, even if i got an attitude i might cut you real nasty but it's just like after a while i can take my accountability and one thing right here in this little <laughs> apartment right here oh baby girl right here she gonna be like Mm-mm, don't treat me like don't talk to me don't handle me like that and i'd be like i at first i would go toe to toe for her but i feel like i feel like i don't know if she i don't think she get it but after every trip i think we come back different and i think jamaica was um for me it was like um i saw myself in a different way like i already knew and picked up off of i see the family trauma and the family, the generational curse in my family is just straight mean and nasty. And say the first thing. And say the mind. first thing, don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care about your feelings. You hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. So I'm finna go off on you. I'm finna tell you about yourself. I'm finna read it. you. But it's like, I can't, I mean, we can take it, but we can take it, but we gonna dish that motherfucker out and it's gonna be a little bit more harder than what you what you giving to me what i'm finna give to you to you is finna be 10 times worse like really 20 times worse because that's just my granny killed her husband it's not something proud but it's just like it's a curse so it's like 
we don't and even I, I even learn now like people that dealt with the I feel like the sweetest person in the family she has the nasty side so it's like it's something that is within us that we have to tame not even tame is why are we like this because it's just like it shouldn't be the person that's in your house and that you're with your partner who catch the most hell. Yes. And it's so crazy. Who catch the most hell when I, you are frustrated. Girl, I talk about it all the time. I'm like, why like your, your coworkers, your friends, they get the better version of you. They get the patient. They get the, but your partner, they get everything. And it's like, why is it like, why is it like that? And I always push myself. Cause it's like, if, you know, if he, he feeling upset or, you know, want to shut down or anything, it's like he can go or talk to somebody else, but it's like he doesn't, you know, talk to me yeah. and tell me, like, how you feeling because it's like at the, at the end of the day, you're coming home to me. So it's like... Y'all, she's so soft-spoken. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, so you talk to other people and tell them how you feel, but it's like when... It's when it comes to me, it's like you don't, you know, know how to say it or you may feel like I take it a different she way. She would I'm not she was like that too. I'm not gonna lie. And she would throw it up like I talked to this person about that and I'm like, But you didn't come to me and it would make right. me feel hit every single time and I was like, Look, I don't I don't care about you going to nobody else but I said I feel like you're weaponizing the fact that you went to somebody else and you didn't come to me. I said, If you're not gonna come to me, okay, cool. But it's like she would use it as like, Oh, well I talked to this person about this and they said that it's like, I don't care about what nobody said. They not in this bitch with you through the trenches. So to be honest, I really don't care. And it would, she would get so mad. She'd be like, oh, so you just don't care? I don't because you didn't come to me. And now you're telling me what somebody else said that literally, that's what they said. That's not what Anitra said. So it's like, I can't. You want to know why? I can, it, it, tell me why. I'm going to tell you why. I did not, I, to be honest, I didn't feel safe or secure in my relationship. And that's okay. Yeah. And the, it's like, I can't put every like, you know, the whole blame and stuff on him because, I mean, I've done it before too, but I also have to realize that putting everybody else in, you know, our relationship or and that's our the, business yeah. is that's And that's what I had to, I had to tell her. I was like, look, I know I probably haven't gave, given you the best you know, open space. Mm-hmm. I probably haven't like I, ha- I probably have that judgment. She got a word in a minute, but y'all. it's just like what you're not about to do is like keep bringing other people in this relationship. And it's like who to me? Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. You're basing your somebody else's opinion that's out on the streets, got somebody home, but cheating on them. It's like you're getting all this advice from people that or not actively going through or in a relationship that could get, you know what I'm saying? So sometimes it's like, all right, I feel you on that, but it's like, look at who you're going to. And it's like, for a while, it's like, all right, I'm not going to nobody, but it made me like, I'm going to start going to people to get advice too. But then I realized this not, our relationship is not going to work like this. So, right. And I had to realize that as well. Cause I was doing that. And yeah. I was, I had to realize like, you can, I can't always go to everybody for their. Let business. me tell you something. I, I can say this. I say, I do feel where y'all coming from, but I'm going to say, go to somebody who is going to defend your partner. Like, if you go to somebody and, like, if I come and I have a conversation, they can be like, all right, it's not, they can be open, like, open-minded to, like, okay, I can see where she coming from. It's just like, so go to somebody that can tell you that 
you're wrong and they're wrong. Oh, don't go nobody. Don't go nobody who's just gonna pick your side just because you know they they don't like if they don't like your partner if they don't like your situation they're not gonna give you a positive perspective on what you're dealing with or the situation or the problem because at the end of the day is is you and your problem you and your partner against the problem. Mm -hmm. It's not. You know, we both finna go head to head with each other. You gotta be like, okay, so this is a problem here. Well, how do we solve this problem together as a collective? Where, where do you feel like? And and also understand that, bitch, y'all two different fucking fucking people. Y'all are not the same. How you may feel is not how he feel. So you gotta be okay to be okay to disagree with each other too. Cause at the end of the day, if she's still gonna go on and say she right, all right, bitch, all you got, like, (laughs) you right, but like. I ain't gonna argue. I'm trying to go to bed and cut and roll some booty. Like, (laughs) she roll my booty. So, I'm not gonna argue with you. Girl. But one of our biggest issues, let's be honest. In the the first couple months of our relationship, whatever she vented to her friends, they they would come back, they would come around with an energy towards me. And I'm like, bro, that that ain't a friend. Because, to be honest, I could go to my best friend about something that I didn't like that Liz did, right? But she gonna she gonna keep it real, like you know you gotta you gotta think about it like this. Maybe she did feel this way, so it's just like, but it doesn't matter what I brought to her. She's gonna get the same love and grace every single time. But I wasn't giving that, so I was just like, I don't know. I feel like I'm just like you know what I'm saying. You start feeling like you crowded, like you don't have support. So I kept telling her, I'm like, look. You got to make sure you go going to people that can actually give you advice and not try to fight your battles for you. Because at the end of the day, we finna be laid up in the bed tonight and they still over here mad about something you told them the other day. Mm-hmm. So I think we started realizing like, yeah, you, we got to keep, we got to keep our relationship a little bit more private. It's okay to go to go for advice, but every little thing, your feelings, your friends going to start being like, damn, what's wrong with this person? Like you coming in for every little thing. <laughs> Oh, Lord. I was about to say, she quiet. <laughs> go ahead. Talk to I got to go back for a minute. Um, <laughs> what you said about, and I, I'm going to go back for a minute before I answer that question. But, well, comment on that. The thing you said about where about the being raised thing, mm-hmm. uh, and I won't go too much into it, but just to comment on that, it's like you have to ask yourself the question, like, when are you going to, when you going to stop? And I'm not saying like it's not a putting the blame on the on the raising thing, but when are you gonna make the decision to make other choices mm-hmm. to say okay, I'm not gonna continue to let this hinder me right. because you don't we don't have a choice in how we were raised, we don't have a choice in who our family is mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So being able to say I'm not gonna let this I'm not gonna let this do this to me. Mm-hmm. So making the choice to change, yeah. making the choice to say no, this yeah. is not it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's, no. I feel her. It's, it's, it's tough. I just really realized this about myself when I got with her, and that's okay. Like her birthday weekend, when you came over here, mm-hmm. when we were sitting here talking to Luana. And I was like, I was asking her questions, and then I was comparing, like, with dealing or like being hanging around you guys. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, damn. I was like, hold up. It, mm-hmm. it has to be. A family thing. It has to be like 
a generational curse if like because most people can like gravitate to us so so easily but it's just like the per- the person that we deal with and that we with and you're talking about in your relationships and relationships it just be like it's too fucking much yeah and it just be like on the same end on the back end and the uh, west end <laughs> we recording yo <laughs> The dudes just walk in, y'all. The dudes just walk, the husband, <laughs> the husband and the fiance just walk in. What a load of clothes, it. God, hey, <laughs> y'all, that's that's sleepy. It's your boy. All right. Sleepy boy. And Shannon, I pray for you every day. <laughs> but like I was saying, I forgot what I was saying. I said like. I realized that it was just like it's it's, it's something it's like family wise, cause. Everybody else, we can be nice and cool and copacetic with our family, friends, and cohort. But that relationship, the person that we come home to every day, or the person that we're dealing with, like if we frustrated, you finna feel it. If we doing this, you finna feel it. If I don't like this, you're about to feel it. And it's just like I'm learning like now. I have to be able to be back because be back in control of my own energy mm-hmm. and how I feel. It's just like I can't let any little thing. Send me to a place where I open up. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Because I feel like I feel like if your friend make you mad, it ain't nothing to be like, all right, I'm not texting this motherfucker. They don't live with you, right? Your partner makes you mad. When your partner makes you mad, it's kind of like I gotta be around this person, just looking at them, they breathing. So it's like I get why it can feel like your friends are getting, the friends are getting a better version of you because they don't have to deal with you on a day to day. They don't have to deal with your energy or your attitude as much. That's the problem right there. But I always tell her, I'm like the way you are with people and the way, how outgoing you are and how bubbly you are. Why don't you bring that in more of that energy into your relationships? So I think she started realizing like, shit, it may be just something that I feel like with my relationships, I always give them a harder time than I would with my friendships because friendships are easier. Mm-hmm. They are the thing that we we fail to realize with the um with the partner thing is when we are together with somebody and like I said y'all it was rainbows and sprinkles when we first got together um just because we didn't live together or we was not we were not around each other a lot um. So being in the same space, it, it brings out the, you start to realize your, the, you start to be present with the flaws, with the, why are you, why are you, why you get defensive like you do? Or why you, why you say things the way you say things or whatever. So the real, the real shit's like happening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's, it makes you, you have to sit back and you have to be like, look, we got to talk about this. But the things about going to somebody else, and I'm, I'm comment on that. Like I have, I won't say I have never done it, but I will say I have, when it comes to talking to other people about a relationship, I don't do. I don't talk to my mama. I don't talk to my sisters. I don't talk to, I don't talk to really, I don't talk to nobody. Like the, the things that happen on a day to day basis. I see, cause I tell him like, I don't talk to nobody. And that's where the, with it, I journal. That's how I get my emotions out. Or that's how I get my 
when I talk to people, when I need to talk to somebody, I journal. I'm getting Because that. even talking to friends, no matter how close you are to mm-hmm. them, it still, it makes them feel some type of way. Yeah. And if you go to them about a problem that I'm you're having that in your relationship. Bad. If I get upset, you, baby. You better journal. You better. This motherfucker. This motherfucker. Oh, sometimes your, sometimes the person you, you call in, sometimes the person you call in is not in their space. So they can't get. Sometimes they can't give you. They not even. You not even looking for them to say nothing. I think sometimes you just looking for them to listen. So sometimes they out and about. They just lie in the background. It's like, you baby, I shouldn't even called you. Yeah, you can't. You can't expect people to take it. Yeah. To dump your stuff on other yeah. people. Yeah. It's fun. Like they going through it or have been through it. Nah, but see, you can't and you go off with it. <laughs> what? No, I'm and that's not always the case and they give you advice on how they would handle the situation that's why it's not always safe to go yeah. to your friends because they say well if I was in your situation this is what I would do if I did that and took other people's advice and that's another thing that fucked me up Shannon because it was just like I would go talk to people right and it's just like your situation a little bit more fucked up than that. Yeah. And then it's just like in the meantime, between time, you can you can you can forgive and understand this person or right. what they're doing to you. Right. But my partner and what I'm dealing with, it's just like I mean, it would be positive sometimes, but at the same time it wouldn't be positive in a way of like you like you guys can figure this out or you can do this and do that to make it work or look at it on this end it would just be like that ain't right not right now you know what i'm taking attention off of what they got going on sometimes i'm not gonna lie sometimes people get happy when all right she got some effed up she got some effed up stuff going on my effed up but now i can we could we can have a conversation we can have a conversation about what she got going on so sometimes people like that like when they get to remove that mirror away from themselves, and you calling me every time with drama, I'm going. Some people going to answer. They going to keep answering. But yeah. when you coming with some, I'm not going to lie. Like when I first met her parents and we started kind of getting more serious, I, I, it was like crickets. Mm-hmm. I swear it was like crickets. But when she was coming with the problems, oh, they had every, every detail. So I was just like, oh, yeah. yeah. Because people like, people feed off the misery. People feed off the drama. People, people feed off of the, people feed off negative energy. If y'all ever notice when y'all go to, when it's, when it's time to be negative or if it's time for people to feel some type of whatever, mm-hmm. like negative energy is the most easiest energy to have. It's easy to. It's not easy to be positive all the time. It's not easy to give an Ooh, encouraging girl. word because people people want to feed into the negativity, and that's just people being human. But when you are, <laughs> when you start to when you start to feed all that out and be like, okay, I'm gonna be positive about this, and I right. need somebody to go to. Get you a professional or get you a journal. Mm-hmm. Don't stop going to the other people and talking about your relationship. It is different, and I say that because. I think it's different for men because I won't say they don't gossip, gossip as much as we do, but you gotta. It really gotta be something that was that some. It has to be something that hit that struck them so hard that they'll call. Man, exactly. but other than that, I feel like men just really sit with they sit with whatever in they in, up here. Yeah, they let it build up. They just let Hold it build everything. up. I'm not gonna Hold lie though. See, he said it. Y'all say it again, baby. Oh, oh, okay. See that, right. and that's so. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I hate that for y'all, though. I'm not even gonna lie. I do. I because I feel like 
I wish that y'all felt more comfortable to be able to just be. We had a conversation. Um, uh, this is about a year ago or so ago. He was he he asked me a question like, "Why are you so positive? Like, mm. why why you can't? Why everything I say or everything everything that I I come to you with a problem that you got to say something positive about it." Or you gotta be positive. Mm. You gotta have a positive comeback. Right. Why you can't just sit in the, sit in the negativity? And I thought I had to think about it. I was When's like, your birthday? I know November twenty first. November so wait. Scorpio. Oh my birthday! Is Alice and Rio's <laughs> That's why you know. Yeah. Okay. That's why I had to ask you. Like, <laughs> it's the positivity. Like, I can't. I I've, I've always been positive, so I can't. I had to answer that. Like, cause I always see the light in things. I can't. I can't sit in negativity. Yeah. Because if I am, it makes me angry. I right. don't like to be angry. Yeah. I can't tell you the last time I was pissed off. Well, I take that back. I lied. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I'm pissed off, but I don't stay mad long. Yeah. If I'm yeah. pissed off or I, something makes uh, me angry. That makes, I'm not going to lie. That's something that makes me so mad. I can, like, I can go from being mad to be like, Babe, See? I'm so sorry. Yeah, like, let's, and she's still trying to. She's sitting on yeah, last. Yeah, she's sitting on last week. Be going for it. She's going for it. on last week. I'm going for it. Not going for it because it's just like, why the fuck you did what you did? <laughs> no, what the fuck happened? And then Scorpios. Let me tell y'all what y'all do. Scorpios has this thing they do, y'all. It should be like, you know, you didn't fucking piss me off. Now you see me going to a twelve, and you had a motherfucker. But at least, bowl. at least, and I'm fin- you finna want to see. But at least we got. At least we know, like twenty five. You got me so fucked. But the thing I can say is, we know when we wrong. We know when we wrong. It ain't even about being wrong. It's the fact that you can go. It's, I be mad sometimes. I can't stay mad. Right. And it's just not for me. It's not. I, I won't blame it on just being a Scorpio. But it's just my personality. Yeah. I'm just a. We got it in here playing Coco Melon. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, so you know you was wrong in some type of way, Say and you set me off. You set me off. So now you want to come and you want to bring it out to two because you you had to sit there and realize that all right, maybe I am doing a little too much. Right. Maybe I am tripping. But it's just like in that moment, why you didn't do that? But Why you sitting here making me look crazy? We now we didn't had a whole thirty minute fucking argument when you could have been. But just, sometimes you not right, it's not wrong or right, and I think that's the biggest thing. Fuck sometimes you talking about, sometimes wrong or right. Sometimes your partner thinks because you're coming to them, they think, oh, okay, yeah, she knows she was wrong. No, bitch, you was wrong too. But I'll admit my faults. I admit where I was wrong. But I'm that doesn't change the fact that what you did. But the problem is with her, she take it as if I'm coming to her, it's like, all right, yeah, you was wrong. No, it's not a wrong or right. It, right. And that's the thing. I'm quicker to admit my wrongs. It take her about a good week to sit on it and then yeah. she, and, oh, and I'd be like, it's too late. It's too late for that. Flag on the play. 40, <laughs> 40, 40 yard line penalty. Flag on the play. She got, she got, sometimes, I'm not going to let, sometimes I'll be like, all right, babe, you got it. I see, all right, I feel where you're coming from. I was wrong. I can apologize for that. 
And then she'll just be like, no, nah, but I just hate when you do that. Just take that shit. <laughs> like, just take what the fuck I just said and say I'm wrong. Like, I'm telling you, like, babe, I'm wrong. Like, I ain't mean it that way. Like, anybody mean to do that? Because, like, that. come hug me something. Like, let's sometimes she... I ain't in the fucking mood. I, I'm upset. See, she's so hard. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not in the mood. Like, if I'm still mad, like, I'm going to sit here and apologize to you and tell you, all right, I'm wrong. But if you didn't piss me off, don't touch me. They're just like, all right, all right, boundaries. And I'd be quick to tell, like, at that moment of time, I don't want to. I want to just be able to not. So like, what y'all do? Y'all energy. let y'all people cool out? You let your, your y'all let y'all I know she cool damn off? well let Eric you cool let, out. That's my fucking yeah. brother. What are you no, talking I about? Him, um, if he, you know, is upset or whatever, <laughs> I just let him basically go through what he goes through. And then mm-hmm. when he's ready to come I to had to learn that. I had to learn that with this don't one, baby. do that. Not I just be like, because sometimes you don't, you don't, you trying to figure out, all right, is you mad at me or what, yeah. what you got going on? Yeah, so, I, hey, I don't, it's to the point where now if I come home for work, it, if it's like a little mug or whatever, baby, I put my little shoes on, walk out straight out door. Let me go walk the, <laughs> let me go take a little walk, get my, because I don't want to take whatever it is you got going on personal, because yeah. sometimes it could, it, it can feel personal. So it's like, all right, I'm going to let you come down. And, and since you've been doing that and you come back, you get a, a, a better bitch. <laughs> She get up there. I can. I got. The, I got the mental capacity to, to talk to you now. Like I'm being. I'm able to like. Okay, we'll let, let it be what it be, and she be like, all right, baby. We'll what's you, up? We'll How your day you, been? Let you not talk to her. How your day been? What you like? What you got? What was work like? Damn, what the fuck, Anthony did today, my boy? <laughs> like he's so funny, but it just be like you know. It's just like come on, babe. Like give me a minute, and I think also I can say this. I've been on my own for almost eight, nine years, so I was able to can be in my own energy for days. You come home at five o'clock, my boy. <laughs> you coming? You coming in that bit at six? And it's just like I'm still fucking mad, and like I had, I haven't had time to be able to release to do what I need to do. It's just like I gotta put on a smile, that face, like hey, babe. And at the moment of time, I ain't in that mood. Give me like to eight o'clock. Fuck with me. That makes sense, but then you have to be when you're in a relationship. You gotta be able to satisfy both. You gotta sat, you gotta be able to satisfy my needs. I gotta be able to satisfy your needs. Mm. But when it comes I, to be, you have to be able to compromise. Okay, if you know you need that time after you being mad or whatever, being able to say, okay, I need about thirty minutes. Don't prolong it and be like wait till eight o'clock or whatever. When you ready to talk about it, let's talk about it. <laughs> But if you if your <laughs> if your partner needs that time, then give them that time. But you gotta be a, you gotta be in the respectful round of okay. I know we need to talk about this, so don't right. let it go on at night. Don't let it go into the night or whatever. Being able she okay, we gonna we gonna stop. That's good. <laughs> I do in a good. You yeah. doing this? When I say she got to be in a good head space too, sometimes when she come in here and she see I'm in a mood, she has this thing. She used to, not no more, proud of you. She used to be like, <laughs> the fuck you got an attitude for? Like, what the fuck? What's the fuck wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Energy be like, not today, bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, not saying like that. But sometimes it come in like, in my head, she, she, she come in the door and she just like, 
why are you looking at me like that? Like, Cause after, like, after that third in day, my head, I'm just like, no. Cause if I come home three days in a row and you moody like this, it's like, all right, what? And sometimes I'm on you? my period, so <laughs> shit. But I be like, now, now I have learned because I'm learning. Even my therapist tell me I learn. I just I tell her like, baby, just give me a minute. Just not today. Like not today. Like it's just like. I just want to look quiet. I'll put on my God. Let me put my gospel music on mm-hmm. and pray to the Lord for like 10, 20 minutes. Oh, God. Oh, all right, tell again. The Lord is in the castle. Like, give me me, give me a time to realign my energy because I already know I'm yep. but that re- up. But to be honest, I feel like that remote shit, when you were home, work home for remote, you be tired of looking at these goddamn walls. I'd have been gone from the house 10 hours a day. So, bitch, I'm ready to get to the crib. You ain't ready to see my face or so shit. You gonna have to go hop in that car. So what go is- take your walk, go do something. I want to be in the house. And you don't want to see my I think that's the thing I'm learning that she's she's getting me out of this thing is even though we stay together, I still feel like did her shit did her like that's her car, that's her like you know what I'm saying? It's not clicking to me because I've been on my own. Yeah, she can't. It's not clicking to me that oh this our shit is mm-hmm. just like nah bitch, that's your shit. Yeah, I keep having to mm, I ain't finna get in your car and move like that. You said this September? This help somebody yeah. Okay. So listen to uh Doc Shannon. Forgot time at uh license therapy and it fit me doc. Give yourself some time. Give yourself some grace. Like I said, like like I said, we both we just moved in together not too long ago. So like this is like a this is a whole damn life journey. It is not gonna be fixed in a couple months. It is right. It's not gonna be fixed. Hell, it might not be fixed in a year. Right. But you still have to give yourself time. As long as you are working on it, you are growing together. Then you have time. Yeah. Okay. You can't if, if you don't give yourself the grace and the space to be like, okay, this is a working journey for us. This is gonna be one day at a time. Then you're yeah. not gonna make it. I used to get so mad. I used to get so mad when she'd be like, it's yours. This, this, yeah, this is your apartment. It's your car. It takes time. But now I don't even get mad. I always have to be like, remind her, like, look, it's just as much as yours. I'm going back to the phone. Every time she get mad, she ain't going to go back to the country. She be ready to go back to the country. Every time she get mad, I'm like, look, you got to chill with it. It's your time. It's your time. It's easier. It's easier if you have, what? Y'all don't have, they know y'all got kids, do you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, kids, right? the dogs. <laughs> it's easier when you have, I would, because I'm a mom, it, it's, it's easier because I have kids and I have had to share my space for 17 years. So that is a, it's, it's easy to be like, okay, what's, I can be able to, like, this is mine and this is ours type thing. Right. But when you are by yourself, it is the, and you have to bring somebody else into your space, you have being able to share, being, a, <laughs> being able to be like, okay, this is, we're going to be, the, we're going to be in this together because once you be in a relationship, you are joining each other as one. It is no longer, what the hell? What the fuck? Ladies, these are fucking men. Y'all understand, like, when the women are talking in podcasting, the men, like, y'all, if I wish I could see this shit, men just, like, y'all hear women over here recording and talking, and you want to sit here and have a whole, and they hear us, and, like, they are not paying attention to us. So, at the end, at the, what they're trying to say to us, what they're trying to say to us, they, they tie and they bored. So, it's just, like, what we're going to do. And we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, 
<laughs> we're gonna pause this real quick and Just then we're gonna end this off on a positive note and <laughs> dr shannon gonna lead us out with some great tips and things that we can do on how to fix ourselves and be better people <laughs> in relationships and we're gonna see if the men get quiet one moment Like I just said, y'all didn't hear what he said because I had the mic on mute. He said, Gabriel, the men's are talking. Mm. Mm. That's the problem. Y'all be too busy talking <clears throat> instead of fucking listening to your we fucking women. We over here on motherfucking mic. That's, that's the problem. We're going to say that. Y'all be too busy fucking talking <laughs> and ain't worried about here and listening to your fucking woman, to your wife, as you said today. You going to have a wife December 2nd. So now I said the whole the whole house full of committed men. Y'all could be telling women a thing or two. That's what we finna do. We finna end this right here in part two. Part two is finna be the men. All right, and uh, just on that, we'll see y'all next week. Why y'all on the way wherever y'all going? Go ahead and spin this bitch again for me. And I'ma see you next time, motherfuckers. Love you. Bye.